cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. What a lovely intro. My word. Hey, Shout out to the team. Look at y'all putting in that work. I love it. I love it. I love it. Welcome to another episode of Life with Lebang here on Cliff Central. Of course, you hang out with me, Lebang Kosana, and I'm happy to be here. Every single week we do this together. We come through, we connect, we chat, and it's another fantastic opportunity to be able to do that with you. And today I will be unpacking yet another episode of my pregnancy stories. But I guess the nice part about this pregnancy story is that there was no pregnancy. Yep, I kind of just woke up and boom, there was a child. Now, I always say that the three babies that I birthed are like my gifts, you know, because I birthed them and God gave them to me. And I've got a fourth child who's actually my stepson. And I always say that my stepson was God's other gift for me that he just gave to me and said, look, you're up. Get your work going, get your mommy on. And so today I'm really going to be unpacking the art of being a step parent, the joys of being a step parent, the difficulties of being a step parent and truly the journey. Because really, it's exactly that. It's an ongoing journey that you will never, ever reach a destination of. You're constantly just trying new things. You will never know if what you're doing is right or wrong. You just hope that you'll do your best for that child in that moment. So I have been a stepmom for maybe officially for about three years now. And my stepson is 10 years old. He's nine, actually. He's nine turning 10. And he is just a joy. He is just this bubbly, content, complete person who knows himself so well. He's the calm amongst my four rascals. He really is just, he's so sure about whom he is and what he wants to do that he just brings this nice energy, this nice peaceful energy that the other three uh, are still yet to <laughs> yet to figure out. And so I must be honest, in the beginning, I was obviously very, very worried about my relationship with him because I've never been a stepmom. Jeez, where do I start? I've only watched it in movies. I've probably seen or have had friends who grew up in households where they had stepmoms and stepdads and so on and so forth. There are all the, you know, the, the stereotypes around, uh, being a, you know, being a stepmom. And I just thought, let me, let me figure this out. So, um, one thing that my partner said to me was, look, take your time. And don't rush anything or don't force anything because when you're, when you're a mom, you just want your kids to love you so much and you do everything for them. So already there's a little bit of a disconnect because here's this fantastic young boy who didn't spend nine months in my stomach, but he's mine. So I need to find another way to connect with him. So I went on this journey of just not forcing issues and really just like taking my time, getting to know him, trying to figure him out just letting it be organic versus hey i'm your new mom take it or leave it kind of thing you know i didn't want to force anything on him and i guess vice versa as well in as much as i was scared i can truly truly say he was scared as well and that's 
Maybe what uh, I'm glad that I was able to identify I was able to identify the fact that This new newness that I was experiencing So was he He was also figuring it out for the first time As was I So I guess for the both of us It was just a journey that we were like Let's just see how it goes Let's go on this mission of getting to know each other as people And then we'll get to know each other as parent and child And in the beginning That's exactly what it was it was nerve-wracking It was hard It was an, an, I guess an environment that I was unfamiliar with So baby steps Step by step You know, being present where I, where I could be um, Not really overstepping the boundaries The boundaries part was a very, very important part of the whole thing Because there is things that I want to do There's places that uh, I want to take him There's there's so much that I want to do But at the same time, I know that I, I'm not filling in as your mother He's got a mother who is fantastic, by the way I'm just saying, look, you've got two moms now. How lucky are you? You've got two moms and I'm going to be your second mom. And I cannot wait for us to to get to know each other and to explore. I'm excited to grow with him. I guess he's excited to grow with me as well. Because as I'm saying now, he's, he doesn't just get one birthday party. He gets two birthday parties. He doesn't just get one present. He gets two presents. So he's got like all these... Um, adults around him who love him so much and are constantly giving him advice and he can literally count on us for anything. So, you know, the, the, the good parts are that the good parts are that for him, he can reach out to all of us and we are all his parents. We all here to guide him. The tougher parts really are, you know, when it comes to things like, for example, discipline, you know, yeah, it's, it's exactly that. It's, it's tough. I, I am not really in a position to decide what kind of discipline can be, um, you know, put into play. Because whether I like it or not, it's just not my place yet. I think it's just not my place yet to dictate whether, you know, we should do this or we should do that. So there's certain places that we're still treading very, very lightly around. And as always, you know, there's things that Google will tell us. There's things that experience will tell us. So I found it quite interesting that there are certain boundaries, theoretically, that step parents should not cross at all whatsoever. Danger zone. Don't go there. And the first one is trying to take the place of the mother or father. And this is a no brainer. This is what I, I spoke about now, now as well. It's, there's a line that you just shouldn't cross. You know, just be clear with yourself and with your stepchild about the role that you play. Whether you're coming in as like rich auntie, it's going to come through with the gifts and the money and the, the good times only. Choose that and be clear. Or whether you're coming in as a shoulder to cry on and another person that they can talk to about whatever they're experiencing. Whatever position you want to take in this child's life. Remember that, remember that kids just need consistency. Kids need security and consistency and they will be fine. That is all they need. Every single child just needs those two things and then everything else follows. So whatever role you decide to take in this child's life, Pick, choose and say, this is what I want to be. This is who I want to be for you. And then take it from there. But do not come in with this, I'm replacing anyone or I'm filling in anyone. And it, it, it could be different, you know, because some kids may not 
no longer have a certain parent and therefore that's where the step parent comes in. And I would assume that even in those situations, it's still as important to be clear about the role that you want to play. If you, if you want to come through and replace, then say, say, I'm coming through to fill in and become because there is a gap. But if you're coming in to add and to be an extra layer to this beautiful thing called parenting, you have to be clear. You don't want to confuse the child. You don't want to push the child away by being a bit too much. And at the same time, you don't want to lose the child by not being clear enough. And most times, honestly, all it takes is a conversation. We literally just need to sit down and have conversations with our kids. And you'll be surprised how smart most of them really are. They just want to know who you are as a person. So having that conversation about the role that you want to play is very important. I remember there was a time earlier on this year where my biological son had to now call my partner dad. Oh, man. (laughs) It was, it was quite something because for us to even get to that point, we realized that it's a bit weird for my son to be calling, you know, my partner, uncle, uncle, uncle. We're like, no man, but that's not your uncle. That's actually your dad. So we made a whole thing out of it. We took him out to McD's. We sat down with him and we said, Hey, so look, here's what we were thinking. How would you feel if you could call your uncle dad? And he was like, that sounds actually really cool. Is it okay if I call him dad? And we're like, absolutely. And really, since we made that one tiny little change, it may seem like a small change, but it's had such a knock-on effect on so many other things that happen in the household. The way he behaves, the way he respects us, vice versa, the way we respect him as our child as well. It's had such a huge impact on even the way that he looks at himself. So he's gone from... You know, I live with my mom and my, and my uncle to, I live with my mom and my dad, but I've got another dad. So my son also has two dads. So these kids are lucky. <laughs> They've just got like all these extra layers on the parenting scale. And I just, I think they're so lucky. And if, if it's done well and it's done with the right sensitivity, then I don't think anything could go wrong. Hopefully. The second boundary that step parents should not cross is spanking your stepkids. Ah, discipline. Another one that is just, it's, you don't know what to do. You don't know, you know, should I have the right? It's just too tricky. It's way too tricky. You have to remove yourself from the situation if you feel yourself getting overly worked up. Or rather go to the biological parents and be like, hey, this is what's happening. Can you advise? You know, and I think that'll also show like the, the, the strength because ultimately as, as a, as partners in the household, you have to come across as a team. So if you see your stepchild behaving in a way that you don't agree with and you want to enforce some sort of discipline, the hopes are that when you go to the biological parent slash your partner slash your husband or wife and say, Hey, the child is doing this is that chances are your partner will agree with you and say, well, then it's time for this or that, you know, that the unity that we ultimately need to carry as, as parents within our household, that's the important thing. So instead of making that decision for yourself, maybe go and get, you know, some feedback from the biological parent, because that stepchild is obviously not viewing you as, Parent, you're a parent, but at the end of the day, 
You know, kids go through all sorts of things. Kids experience all sorts of things, whether it's at school, whether it's within the household. Ultimately, they're just competing for attention. And they're competing for the attention of their biological parent. So I think it's important to have those kinds of conversations with your partner as well. The third boundary that needs to just be in place, step parent, do not assume a position of authority. It's tricky when you do that. Again, there's a risk of pushing the child away. There's a risk of coming across as being misunderstood. Rather, just proceed slowly, you know, not really as a disciplinarian, just more like supportive, more like somebody that they can talk to. Somebody that, not really a friend per se, friend is a bit of a dangerous term to have with kids because there's a line that, <laughs> that they sometimes cross all the time. But I, I think just being there for them, hearing them out, I would say just listen. Listen to your kids, rather. Uh, understand what they're going through. Gain, gain their trust so that if anything is happening, they know that they can go to you and they know that you're not going to freak out based on what you tell them. Right? The fourth thing is pressuring your new partner to always put you first or seeing your stepchild's need for one-on-one time with his parents as a threat to your marriage or partnership. That one is very, very real and I I can honestly say within the South African context, I see it more and more on social media where a lot of the kids now have mixed families. A lot of more and more kids are growing up in houses where there is a step parent or there is a stepchild in the picture. It's there's less and less of the traditional households where there's a mom and a dad and all the kids are all living together. So with that being said, what are some of the things that we're doing to sort of make it work? And really keep up with the times and the fact that things are changing so much. So there's obviously, you know, there'll be those stories about, you know, uh, uh, whether a mother who's getting married into a, a family should bring her child to live with that family or if that child should go live with granny. Now, personally, I was shocked. I didn't even know that that was an option. But to my surprise, it's actually a very, very real thing where if you're a woman and you have a child already and you're getting married into a new family, that child should go back to one of your family members, either to go stay with your mom or with your gran or with one of your aunts. But for that child to be welcomed into that household as a child of that household, Traditionally, it's, it's, it's almost, it's not allowed, if I can say. And I was quite taken aback and really quite put off by that because as a parent, if I can't take care of my child, who must? Who am I expecting to look after my child? And so those kinds of conversations really brought about a lot of back and forth, a lot of, you know, different opinions, a lot of men. We're like, yes, this child must go back to the granny. Why must I be raising a child that isn't mine? Well, I've got a simple question for you, sir. If you do not love my child, then how on earth are you possibly going to love me? How? My child is an extension of myself. My child is a part of who I am. If you fall in love with me, And you want to spend the rest of your life with me. Please note 
that there is a fine print that says, this child that comes with me is now your child. If that is too much to handle, then I'm not the person for you. I'm simply not the person for you. And these are some of the the, the, the things that I worry about with this old school mentality and this old school way of thinking that children should, you know, or, or rather children are allowed to be separated from their parents. And please don't get me wrong. I know that there are some situations where there's no control over that, whether you're working in the city and you come from the rural area, so you can't take your child with you to work. I completely understand. There's certain situations that are out of our control where you can't be with your child. But if you've got the option to be with your child and the, the family you're marrying into says, nah, let's just start afresh. That, that child's not of this house. Run, sister. Run. Because it's not going to end well. It will most likely end in tears, God forbid. But these are just some of the things within the South African context that really we are being faced with. Some of the changes that I wish we could address more. I wish we could address more what the average household looks like in South Africa today. And by average, I mean the relations. I mean, you know, the parents and the kids. It's a mixture it's such a cocktail of festivities that we really should be celebrating all these differences coming into one household and, you know, living life and churning out the kinds of kids that they're churning out. I am personally really interested in that. And I really would like to explore this a little bit more. Then there's the matter of changing surnames. I remember a couple of weeks ago, I came across a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful post where this young girl and her sister had just turned, I think, 18 and 19. And as, as a, as a gift to their stepdad, they changed their surname to his surname. Like officially, they had, that father had raised them their entire lives. He fell in love with the mother when they were still babies. And as a gift to the stepdad, they changed their surnames. To his surname And I remember seeing this video And this old man was crying Like he was in tears You could just see the joy He couldn't believe That they did this for him And mind you This isn't even like an expensive thing It's not a Ferrari It's not a car It's not It's not money It's such a priceless But such an important And huge gift That these girls Did For him and it got me thinking as well. I was like, I don't know. Hey, I think obviously, yeah, that's, it's amazing. I just, I don't think I would ever number one pressure my kid to do that or expect my, my stepson to do that at all. Like I don't, n- nothing. But then I wonder like if, if my kids want to do that, sure, absolutely let them. Because the person that raises you Molds you They they move you They guide you So what better way to say thank you Than taking their surname Sure I, I thought that was so crazy I thought that was so dope And then on the other side of it I unfortunately came across a similar conversation And 
It was on South African Twitter It was on CBD Twitter Where unfortunately it wasn't met with the same joy It wasn't met with the same excitement It was kind of met with like I would never do that Blah, 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 blah Just sort of anger and rejection And it made me sad And it takes me back to what I said Why are we not exploring this further? Some of these cultural impacts that we are met with I can almost call them roadblocks There are a number of cultural roadblocks That almost hinder us From taking that next step That hinder us from wanting to do What maybe comes to us naturally But oh, because of culture and tradition We can't do that But oh, because of culture and tradition We can't explore that And it pains me because times are changing In the next 20 years I, I don't want to, I don't want to believe that we will still be hindered by certain cultural and traditional roadblocks. I can only hope that we'll be able to apply them in a way that is within the time. Still use them, still respect them, but not let them hinder us from making certain choices. Particularly choices about life, particularly choices that, that are this important. You know? And so I guess I encourage you today, if you are a stepmom or a stepdad and you are on this journey of exploring this whole stepness, good luck. I'm still at the beginning. I mean, yet I know, I know that when my stepson becomes a teenager, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be different times. I know that once he starts voicing his opinion more, it's going to be different, but I'm there with him. Is what's important I'm holding his hand throughout this journey As he is mine He's holding my hand and saying Look, let's figure this out together Because as long as I love his dad He loves me by default And as long as his dad loves me I love him by default And that's all that's important All that's important Is that the love is in the right place And that the intentions are pure Because I mean, what's, what's the, what's the difference? The, what's the big, big difference? What is it? Other than biological what, what? Beyond that, I am your mother. Beyond that, I am your father. I have chosen you. There's, there's something very special in that. I have selected to love you, my child. So don't, don't take that for granted. Don't take for granted when, when a child loves you. Don't take for granted when you are loving a child because there's something so truly special about that. So very, very special about that. So it's not a pregnancy story, but it's definitely a mommy story. And as always, I'll be back with another one every single week because I feel like they, they just don't end. There's endless mothering stories that I'm going to share with you. And I'm excited to do so because we're going to walk this journey together, right? It's life with Lebang.